All right. Welcome to episode 64 of KT Confidential. We are your hosts. Do we ever say we are your hosts? I'm Ariel Cremendi. He's Adrian I'm Trott. I'm Adrian Trott. We were just talking about Adrian's dehydrated potatoes that apparently are the best mashed potatoes ever. I didn't say that. I said they're easy and you wouldn't, nobody would ever know. In this episode, we're going to chat a little bit about, since now I'm taking over the topic for this episode. Sure. Builder upgrades when purchasing a new home. So we're going to elaborate. If you had 50 grand, $50,000 to spend. It won't get you much to the builder. I don't know what the average percentage is for how much people actually spend in upgrades, but I thought that's a reasonable amount for an average priced home. Depends on the size of the house. Average size home. Average price home. I don't know. What's average? Where are we talking? So in, okay, let's just say in Halton region. But at the end of the day, the, the, the purpose of this is to figure out if I'm buying a new home through Builder, brand new construction, where should I spend my money? Where should I spend my money that'll get better value upgrading through the Builder versus hiring trades to do it afterwards? I actually just got that question on the weekend too from one of our clients uh, who purchased now a brand new home in one of the new subdivisions in Oakville. Mm -hmm. And who was um, the builder? Uh, Green Park. Green Park. Okay. Good builder. Yeah. Um, so I got that Facebook message that said, what upgrades should I be looking at? Mm hmm. So let's, before we even dive into specific upgrades and options, let's talk about the differences between just the overall differences in terms of the convenience of paying a fraction of it up front and putting the rest of it into the purchase price, which is typically how it works. So I remember when I had my house, I think we had to pay 30% of the cost of the upgrade yeah, as a pretty down, common. down payment. The rest could be financed into the purchase price. Yeah. So that's convenient. Assuming you're approved for that additional Assuming amount. Assuming you are approved. But that gets rolled into the purchase price. So right. you're now, if you have $100,000 in upgrades, it's really costing you 30 grand out of your pocket. And then that other 70,000 rolled into your mortgage. I don't know what that would be on a mortgage, about 300, 300 bucks change a month. Yeah. So you're paying for it monthly. Yeah. But here's the thing. A lot of people don't actually. So talking about that, yeah, it's affordable-ish. Because by the time you're done paying for that house, you've no, now No, it's affordable paid. in terms of making it more feasible for people feasible. to do. It's not, feasible. A, it's not, it's stupid, really. Because, because you're doubling the cost and interest. Right. Every month that you're paying $300 a month on in that extra 70K, half of, it. half of it is actually paying for the principal. Right. So you're paying double. You'd almost be So you're better. not paying 100000 in upgrades. You're now paying $200,000 yes. or hundred and forty if you're yeah. only mortgaging 70K of it. Yeah. But for some, then the other argument is the house appreciates and you get some of that back. Da, 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 da. So as a percentage, how much do you think is too much to upgrade your home? So if you buy a million dollar home, there's no definitive way to answer that because there it depends on there's so many variables. So, All right, so let's talk about what what are the best returns. Well, and now 
Now, builders are including things like well, 10-foot ceilings on the main floor, 9-foot ceilings let's, on let's, the second floor, before get carried hardwood away. stairs, hardwood floors, yeah, there's a lot of things granite included. countertops. These are all included now in a lot of homes. Right. So let's first premise this whole thing by saying if you're doing, if you're buying a new home. Brand new construction. Yes. I would say the vast majority of people should probably hire a an interior designer or a design consultant, a design consultant yeah. to make sure they make the right selections, even if not upgrading, even just to choose the basic finishings in your house. Because I showed you a house the other day and I asked your opinion on it and I showed you the kitchen. It's fugly. It's a million dollar home or more, but they chose these ugly kitchen cabinets that will probably turn off 30% of the audience. Well, your previous home, which... Uh, my backsplash? No, the ba- at that time, that backsplash wasn't so bad. And it I always kind do of, weird backsplashes. It, yeah, you're bad with backsplashes. <laughs> yeah, but it's easy you're to change. So bad. It's easy to change. Um, yeah, you should definitely take some of your own advice and bring in a, one of no, our designers. For the, that was my, <laughs> I can change that if I was to sell. Uh, I don't think you had any input on that in your last home. Um, I think in your previous relationship you gave up uh, a little bit in that uh, negotiation but um i think uh she did all the choosing of your bathroom uh well that was just selections. one that was, well that was just one tile in the shower that was one item it was all the tiles in the shower yeah 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 it was <laughs> that was tile. stupid i agree it was stupid yeah. yellow, yellow yellow tiles yellow tiles she yellow. with Ugly brown. Uh, well, let's not talk about my ex relationships, previous relationships. Well, you're, you're, I, you're, I have matured. Excuse since me, then. your your current wife uh, lived in that home too. So. I know she had to suck it up and sacrifice the ugliness of that shower, also. But um, so totally my point, got me my, well, my point to that is, if somebody's buying a new builder home, they're likely moving into it. Um, nowadays, anyways, a few years ago, maybe you would buy it and, and try and flip it after it closed or do an assignment sale and sell it before it closed. But anyways, the majority of people that buy a new builder home and are spending some money on upgrades, they're probably moving into it without the thought of selling, mm-hmm. right? They're, they're, they're doing it well, that's, for I themselves. Well, that's the mentality of most people with any upgrade. Yeah, they're doing it for their own pleasure. They like it. So what we're saying is just keep in mind, at some point, you are going to sell it. Uh, So a backsplash, as an example, is changeable Mm -hmm. quite easily. I mean, maybe not 100%. You can do it in a day. Well, you can hire somebody to do it for not that expensive of a cost to do it or to redo it, I should say. Uh, Countertops, same thing. I mean, yeah, it's wasted money. But if you really want pink countertops and you know you're not going to sell your house with pink countertops, a few thousand bucks, you swap them out for white countertops and you're good to go. Um, Well, a good example, I showed a house on the weekend. And it was a $2 million house. And they had very uh, unique finishings. They very had, eclectic taste in they that had home. Leather floor in a number oh, of really? rooms. That's yeah. cool. Oh, is it? They had leather floors. They had uh, the 
Not practical. No. Uh, the what granite, were they doing with leather floors? Uh, I don't know. The counters. And was there furniture in those rooms? No, that was vacant. Oh. The kitchen ca- uh, The kitchen had... Um, like actual leather? Yes. I'm onto the kitchen now. Do you have to condition that? Probably. It was weird. Like I looked, I took the vent cover off and looked. It was very, it was like thinner than laminate and just a very thin layer of leather on top. But, you know, you could repurpose it and make a bag. Where the fuck do you jacket. buy leather for your floors? Anyways, that's beyond the point. Leather floors. I don't know. I found that The kitchen had countertops that were, had a very prominent red, like red uh, veins through the whole thing, like really red, um, among other things, right? That's just to give you an idea. If this particular house had chosen more on trend items, they probably would have sold for a couple hundred thousand dollars more. And quicker, guaranteed. But some people don't care about resale. Um, some people don't think about resale. So if you are today, you, Adrian Trot, or Mr. and Mrs. Adrian Trot, um, where are you spending your money on a new builder home? Because we've got a lot of clients right now, and in Milton, 17,500 more homes, new homes, in mm-hmm. the next, what is it, five years mm-hmm. being built. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of homes. I would... A lot of choices to make. Yeah. Well, the other aspect to it is if you, whether or not you are willing to live through the mess of doing things after. So I would say in most cases, flooring is significantly cheaper to do after. Um, But it's messy. So if you could put up with the mess, I would do it after. Um, Things that are harder to change, like um, a lot of builders will give you the option to upgrade your ensuite bathroom to a larger bathroom with a freestanding tub and a big glass shower. That stuff, I think, is usually um, not as feasible to do after. So I would do that ahead of time. Like the actual, um, I guess, the the bones of the house, you know, the floor plan, the yeah. uh, where the walls are going and things like that. Uh, you you want to do that with the builder for sure. I agree. Yeah. Having a bigger bathroom. Like if you have the choice between a standard bathroom and a bigger bathroom with a separate shower and a deep soaker tub, double sinks, everybody wants double sinks now. Um, If you have the option to do that, that's a great, great investment. However, there are uh, some concessions you have to make at times like... A lot of the times the configuration means smaller closet or laundry pushed to the basement or one less bedroom. How much, how many people do you think get turned off by laundry location? I think the vast majority of buyers prefer it upstairs. The people who don't. Like bedroom level. Yes. Sorry. Yes. On the bedroom level. The people that don't like it up there. I think the only reason that I can think of, two reasons. Noise. Noise, which you get used to. So it's not a very good reason. Well, and the new machines are very quiet. Yeah. Uh, But the main reason is just fear of floods. Yeah. I've heard that that a lot. Um, That's why top loaders uh, are um, getting more popular again, as opposed to the front loaders. I don't know. I don't even think it's that necessarily. I think just it's just floods in general. Well, something leaking. I think you're more likely to have a leaky uh, hose, hose 
to yeah. the tub than you are hey, to a have. lot of people. We've said that in our videos before. A lot of people don't know that those hoses expire after I five years. I haven't replaced mine. You still haven't? No. It's 10 years old. Alicia brought it up the other day. Yeah. You're going to get a flood. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll pick some up on my way in today. Um, so laundry location, I think, plays a big factor in buyers' decisions because, especially for females, uh, I find that with our buyers, like if I take a couple out, husband and wife, and they're um, they're liking the home, but the laundry's in the basement, especially and if just the basement's to confirm, unfinished. No, now to support Ariel because people are okay, gonna it give could them be wife and wife. Is that no, what you're no, saying? no. I'm trying to support you for a second here. People are going to give you flack and say, "Why are you specifying female?" I can vouch that the vast majority of my clients, uh, when you have a couple, male and female, it's typically the wife that is bringing yeah, up. That's what I just laundry. fucking said. I know. I'm just adding it in there so mm -hmm. people know that you're not you're not stereotyping. This is a, a matter of fact. And yeah, I'm, I said it's a matter of fact. I, I didn't know. Need you I'm to just, vouch for me. I'm just vouching for you. I'm backing you up so people don't think you're just saying that so you don't Thanks. sound sexist that or just, something through the uh, the credibility uh, at a ultimate high there. That's why I did it. Yes. So when I am with my clients, yes, I find that most of the time the females would love to have laundry on the bedroom level. Of course, especially moms, because if they're at home preparing things and getting kids ready and all that. How many loads of laundry do kids cause or create? It's unbelievable. Oh, I know. It's crazy. I do my own laundry at home. I don't care where the laundry room would be because my clothes usually end up in a pile somewhere for days. I just remember the story you told me about, I don't know if it was a sock or a sweater that went in adult size and came out oh, suitable for oh, your boys. Oh, man. So Natalie ended up doing a load of laundry for me. God bless her. My brand new, that nice blue sweater with the big buttons that really cozy. I don't know where I got it from. I think Banana Republic or something. And it was on sale, like half price, but it was still a $70, $80 sweater. And I don't buy too many things anymore, especially since we had the kids. So if I get something nice, you know, I want to take good care of it, but it's wool. And I guess... I don't know. We wash everything cold cycles. I don't know That's if you guys do, do yeah. too. Which brings up a whole other topic because those cold cycles actually accumulate gunk in those machines. Yes. Um, but she put it in the, the dryer. Oh, okay. So literally it's, my kids will fit into it next year. Yeah. I can't, I can't wear the sweater anymore. But second floor laundry it's it's right up there. So if your big bathroom upgrade affects that laundry being pushed into the basement, do you sacrifice the laundry going downstairs for the bigger bathroom? I wouldn't. So you would take the smaller bathroom and keep the laundry upstairs? Yes. Interesting. I think we should start a poll on that because I'd be curious to know what everybody thinks. Yeah. All right. Because I love my big bathroom. Yes. I love having the the space. And of the, course you the, do. But would you love it top. as much if every time you did laundry, you'd have to go to the basement? I wouldn't sacrifice the bathroom for having laundry upstairs. You wouldn't? No. Okay. So I think kitchens. I say that because I have the standard bathroom with a tub. 
You can sing talking. It's a big vanity, but it's only a single sink. And <clears throat> I would not really care if I had a bigger bathroom. Um just if it was for the to sacrifice the um laundry. It could be because I have a hot tub too. So I don't need that big tub. I just go to the hot tub. That's gross. Why? I don't bathe in the hot tub. Do people really bathe in the bath? You bathe in your own filth? That's just for lounging, hanging out, having a glass of wine, reading a book. Do you shower after you get out of your hot tub? I don't. Alicia does. Right. So you're bathing in your own filth in your hot tub? Is that what you're doing? My, or my, is the hot, is the the hot tub is hot like self-cleaning. To... It's like that Friends episode where they're asking, what is the last part of your body you clean with your bar of soap? And I can't remember if Thank it was... God, I don't use a bar of soap. Who it was talking to. It was Chandler talking to... I don't even remember. But he's like, no, you don't need... It doesn't matter what the last part of your body you cleaned before I got in because soap is self-cleaning. And right. then he whispered in his ear, I washed my ass or something like that. And that bothered him. But no, I I mean, do you bathe after you go in a pool? Big hair wrapped around the bar. Do you bathe after you go in a pool? If you had a pool and you went in the summer, went yes. in the pool, yes. would you get out and bathe before you went out? I don't believe you would. I don't think anyone would. I, I think maybe in a public pool you would. Bathe after getting out? Yeah. Well, what about chlorine and all the stuff or the salt or whatever? Yeah, it was a hot summer day and you'd go jump in the pool, spend an hour out there and then you've got, um, I don't know, then you go in your buddy's house after. Would I, you? I would shower. Would you? Yeah. The only time I don't shower and even then sometimes I do, Natalie for sure showers before and after everything, uh, is at the lake. I actually prefer the lake water staying on me. I don't know. I feel like it's that's how we bathe at the lake is or at the cottages so in the lake. You. Why? What kind of soap do you use when you quote unquote bathe at the lake? Biodegradable, healthy, environmentally friendly stuff. Really? Yes. Okay. I want to do some research on said soap. Okay. Because uh, that's that's polluting the lake. No, it's not. Everything you use goes into the groundwater, which goes into the lake. It's no different. What are you talking about? There's no sewer systems. Everything goes into the soil. All your dish soap goes into the soil. Well, which goes hopefully into the, lake. the leaching beds are far enough away from the lake that it's not going into the lake. No, That's actually part of the problem. There was some blue algae in, in the lake there. and uh, uh, they, It's not caused by soap. Well, you don't know what it's caused by. They think it's fertil uh, fertilizers and things like that from people's lawns. Could be. Anyway, what other upgrades? I think kitchen. Uh, kitchen builder um i don't agree with that either i think most of the builder stuff is shit the doors the hinges the hardware if you yeah, it depends on the builder depends what upgrades you're talking i about. think you're better and really i think you're better and I had a client do this i'm not gonna mention names but you can probably guess who it is but i know who it is yeah so they took the builder. he's also a, a carpenter so it a yeah but different. he didn't do his kitchen i don't think he hired a kitchen company. In fact, I remember for a fact, he hired a company to do it. So he took the builder basic kitchen. And then as soon as he moved in, he did all this. I think he maybe did his floors and a built-in for his media TV center thing. But he had a company build all the cabinetry, come in and install it. So I think that's uh, a spot where you'll probably save, 
I don't know, $5,000. You would have more options. On an average kitchen. Well, that's my point. You'll have far more options. You can do more custom stuff with drawers and uh, built-ins and storage compartments and stuff like that. Um, and even in the process, then it's easier to run lights for under cabinet or uh, above cabin, cabinet lighting, stuff like that. Once yeah. you've got everything off the wall. And you don't have to pay the ridiculous charges that the builder charges to right. pre-run all those things. Yeah. But again, it's a big thing. And then you can even sell your existing kitchen. Yeah, there is actually a market for that, especially for people that have secondary properties or investors that flip yeah. homes, things like that. That's yeah. a good point. So actually my dad in his current house, new construction up in um, Tiny, Ontario, the, uh, the house didn't come with a kitchen. I think they arranged it this way. So he bought a kitchen um, and it was a new kitchen, probably similar to what we're talking about, being sold through auction. Right. And he got it for next to nothing. Well, you know, I love going to auctions. I always run into kitchens being sold, like yeah. cab, full, full-blown full cabinetry. Even yeah. if you go to the restore, yeah, sometimes you'll find somebody just unloading it to them. Yeah. Um, but I'll give you that one. I will agree that for the average person, probably you, do some it through of, the builder. Some of the Madame homes that we've sold in the last 12 months that the homeowner has spent an extra 15 to 20k in kitchen upgrades those kitchens have looked phenomenal yeah like the home on locker place that we sold with the stack cabinets and the um uh, separate little coffee area what i called the pinterest worthy spot of the kitchen yeah. um i thought that kitchen looked awesome it was. So, so that's what you I'm have saying. a huge I, impact for realistically, lower money. Yeah, although I do. If you were doing the whole kitchen. Yes. I don't know. How much is it going to cost you? 40 grand for sure for new cabinetry and getting it installed. Well, that's why I'm agreeing. That. I'm agreeing with you on this one. Although I think you have more options and um, for, I think you might actually even save money. But um, it's a big job. Very big job. And realistically, who's going to want to? go through the process of selling their kitchen. So I agree that kitchen's a good spot to upgrade. What else? Um, through the builder. Most of them come with hardwood stairs. If they don't, that's something you should do. Yeah, now they're coming with hardwood stairs. And railings. Although a lot of the... Um, if it has a basic skinny little handrail and the old school colonial style pickets and pillars, that should be upgraded. To what? At least square, if not iron. Mm -hmm. Um you think the iron pickets are a good upgrade? Depends on the cost. I, don't, yeah. I, I like wood pickets. Me too. But just more of a modern design. Yeah. yeah. Um, in fact, some iron pickets I hate because when you're walking, there's little decorative pieces that make noise. Well, and the iron pickets, most of them have to get, um, well, obviously, <laughs> it has to get installed sure somehow. That, yeah. But they have rivets or uh, detailing that gets dirt trapped around it and inside it and so it becomes harder to clean and harder yeah. to maintain that way um hardwood stairs taller ceilings those are things you cannot really well stairs you could do after I, but it's not the same i think if you're buying a brand new home now pay the money to get the highest possible on ceiling both you levels. can on both levels and the basement and the basement everywhere throughout the whole home yeah have a 35 foot tall house. I, I would say care. spend all your money doing that, if nothing else. Yes, I agree. Because everything, everything else 
can be done later. Yes. But you cannot change the height of the ceiling, period. No. Well, and you look now at how, in most cases, uh, because the taller ceilings, well, now nine foot is standard. Yes. Um, in Oakville, 10 foot is standard. Yeah. So that's becoming on, that's more or less on everybody's want list. Yes. Um, so... If you have eight foot ceilings now, yes, it feels small. Yes, even same square footage, even nine foot ceilings now. And even though to it's costing small. you seven to ten thousand dollars, I remember when we bought. Okay, it was ten seven grand, ten, ten grand. grand to do it. Now I'd say the value is probably fifty percent more than that, if not more, because you just can't do it after, and it's become the norm. Well, and then it, it's increasing the size of your windows. It's increasing yeah. the size of the doors. Although there are some builders that don't do that, which is oh, weird. It looks stupid. Uh, it's uh, ex hopefully extending your upper cabinets to be a bit bigger in your kitchen. Um, I say tallest ceilings possible, all floors. Yep. The exterior, what do you think about that? I don't think... I'll let you answer first because I asked you a question. That's uh, a tough one. That's a tough one. Um, you're not going to get back that value. You really aren't. I agree. But it depends on some homes look exponentially better with certain elevations. Uh, I love the look of like a nice stone and stucco exterior. But is it worth paying forty, fifty thousand dollars $50,000 for? you're not getting that money back. Right. Uh, there is still a very high percentage of people that want a home that's built all brick. Um, and even the younger generations, especially first-time home buyers, they're being coached and trained by their parents who grew up with all brick homes or their parents saying, oh, you got to buy a home that's made of brick. What's this siding bullshit? But just to um, understand, it's a brick veneer. It's not structural. It's just... Right. There is a component of additional insulation that those veneers not provide. Not necessarily, though, because when they do the vinyl siding, they do uh, two by sixes instead of two by fours for the framing. I don't know if that's changed, but that's what mine is. So I have a... I can tell you. I So your home is a little bit different than mine because your home is all siding. Mm-hmm. My home is half and half. Mm -hmm. The first floor is all brick. Mm -hmm. Second floor is siding. Uh, the noise penetration on the second floor from exterior sources is greater than... You mean from your bedroom to my bedroom? Yes. <laughs> I can hear you and your wife much clearer in my bedroom than I can in the living room. <laughs> uh, we'll test that. So we'll, we'll both go to the living room and then we'll both go upstairs. <laughs> yeah. Uh, actually, you know where I noticed it is your damn hot tub and the uh, the noisy uh, heater of yours. Yeah. Because the resonance, I don't really hear it. I hear it th mostly through the window, like um, whatever noise is coming through the window on the main floor. But if I'm sitting the other side of the living room, I don't really hear it. But upstairs in the bedroom, it is so Oh, I know. Clear. I hear it too. It would probably be the same as what I hear. Um, so there is a difference. There is a difference. And it's that perception too. Um, I, me personally, I would never spend the money on an exterior upgrade unless I really liked the look. I agree. So what I was going to say is basically the same. And we've sold identical houses with different elevations. And uh, it's just a uh, point in case that 
one over the other doesn't necessarily give you more value. It's more so what's on the inside. Yep. So that's a good point. And they're very expensive. Unless you're right. One is just not very nice looking. Okay. So those are three great areas to to start and would probably eat up most of people's budgets right there. Um, increase the size of your bathroom. Go all out on the bathroom. Don't spend money on things like upgrading the faucets. Like, no, do you know how, so much, how many people I know upgrading faucets and door handles and crap like that? Like, take a few weekends and do it yourself. A couple of YouTube videos, like you're gonna yeah. save yourself at least half of the cost. Mm-hmm. By Lighting doing is it a big like one too. I find like you could do recessed nice pot lights afterwards for a good price. Yeah. And you're going to pay double with a builder for anything lighting related, anything electrical related, you're going to pay double. And you don't know what you're getting. Like there's some houses you walk into where they have the really high Kelvin for the LED lights and they're not very nice. Yeah. They're blue and make the place look stark and uninviting. Yeah. Um, Ceilings, kitchen, bathroom, go nuts. If here's my question for you before we wrap up this episode. If you had 50,000 bucks right now to spend on your existing home, where would you spend it? Um, I've pretty much done everything. So now it would be... Okay, average person then. No, no, let's work with this. I'm working. Working on your home? Yeah. 50 grand? So if somebody doesn't have it done, I put, it, I put that into the basement a couple years ago. I love it. Your basement was 50 grand? About that? It was 40 something plus some TV and some stuff I bought for the basement. No, so I think it was like 40, 45 or something. Although you spent a shit ton on your faucet and... and Oh yeah, I spent a thousand dollars on the hardware in the bathroom between the the, uh, um, hanger for the robe, the robe hook. Sorry, I couldn't think of the word. My robe hook was a hundred bucks. But it's all, I like it. It all matches really nice. So I splurged, I splurged. In, on that stuff yeah. and I think sometimes doing that makes a big difference they can go cheap in certain areas but then yep. you know it's like wearing it that lu- luxurious touch a bit yeah like you could wear a pretty basic uh, outfit but then have one piece like maybe a jacket or hey, shoes women, or something that's women really do nice. that all the time right like their yeah. whole outfits like H&M and this and that and then they're rocking like a fucking Louis Vuitton $3,000 bag right and everybody's like I think that's oh. a bit crazy but okay, yes I'm, I don't know that's I'm, the point I'm not Jesus <laughs> so but yeah there's ways to do it properly so okay so you would say spend the 50k on your basement I read an article yesterday that's talking about millennials and even later Gen Xers um, and you know the new wave of uh, home buyers coming in and right up in this poll that they did, I think they surveyed like 500 um, first time home buyers. Right up on the top of the list was having a patio. Outdoor living space. Outdoor I'm a living. huge advocate of that. that. was one of the first things I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We didn't use our patio at all last summer, but um, actually I, I don't want to say that because we got the uh, kids play play jungle thing. So when, when we set that up, we did spend some time out there and we've got a cottage that we're spending the summer in. But um, having a nice area to unwind on a nice summer day uh, was um, high on first-time homebuyers list, having a patio. Yeah. So I just want to go back to my basement thing for a second. It's very important to do properly. 
So if you're going to spend money on it, put it in a subfloor. Are you saying that because I didn't put it in a subfloor? No, that's your choice. But why? Why do you need a subfloor? It makes a world of difference. For what? It does. If unless you're doing carpet. If you're doing carpet, then it's not as noticeable. Well, I have mixed carpet and 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 it is unbelievably noticeable when you have uh, laminate. What is noticeable? It's warmer. I challenge you to come in my basement and tell me that it's not totally warm. I guarantee you there's a few degree difference. I challenge you. I'm going to bring it. How would I measure that? I don't even know how I I'd measure know. it. I don't I'm know. going to bring Sit a thermometer or something. Naked ass. I don't know. <laughs> I put the radiant heat in my uh, yeah, bathroom. Yeah, I, I didn't do in that. In the basement. I, I might that, consider doing that. That's nice. That was a great upgrade. Yeah. That was a really nice upgrade. And it didn't cost a lot of money. Um, but that's a nice touch because I like to have a shower in the basement uh, when everybody's still sleeping in the morning. So I go down there with my coffee, turn on the heated floors, get out of the shower. It's nice and warm. So when I'm getting, you know, brushing teeth and all that stuff, getting dressed, it's, it's nice. You're not standing on that cold tile. Yeah. Uh, okay. So if, if you had 50K, so your house is done, right? You don't have much to do. Your garage isn't, isn't really done, but you've done a lot of lighting upgrades. Are we you've talking done, about for resale value? I'm just I'm just asking. Oh. We're having a conversation. You and I are sitting here having a Perrier. I don't know what you're drinking. Nothing. Does it have to be stuff for the house or things in the house? Because uh, I would oh. do a lot of. Ta- you oh. know what I would do? I don't have. I haven't spent much money on window coverings. I've got basic stuff. So basic, I would do. Dude, you have even less than basic. I Your know. fucking front door is a one of those five paper veneer paper thing. things that you get when you temporarily move into a place. Yeah. And well, you just keep replacing the paper with things. No, the kids and the dog are always there, so they would ruin whatever goes there. Well, isn't it about time? You've lived there 10 years. Isn't it about yeah. time you, you put no. something on there? No, I'm no. okay with it. Yeah. I don't think your wife is. Well, it's money. <laughs> we spend a lot of money elsewhere. She's not complaining. Okay. So if you had 50K, you're I would do some window coverings. But it all revolves around tech, right? So I would do window coverings that are uh, powered and Wi-Fi capable. So I'd have every home tech, this thing would be decked out. Lights, window coverings. I'd buy new appliances that were all Wi-Fi compatible. That's what I would do. Everything, home tech cameras, everything. So home automation stuff. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I've thought about doing, and I might do it, is actually get the uh, one-way window film so you can see out. You can't see in and it acts as a UV protector and all that stuff. Yeah. It's not a bad idea, but it depends on what glass. color it is. Yeah. Like the ones that are gold or whatever. Yeah. Like you those. don't want your windows looking No, weird. no, no. But you give them a tint from the outside almost. <clears throat> you can just get clear ones that block out the heat too. Yeah. No, no, you don't no I'm talking about them. privacy ones. Okay. Yeah. But 50K, you would spend it all on smart automation? Yeah. I'd also buy some new stuff. Like I want a new TV. Yeah. But that's not house related. Well, it sort of is, but it, I would really. get in my living room because I don't have a TV on the main floor. When, when I say would, where would you spend fifty grand, I would mean things that are staying with the house. Right. That's why I'm not saying TV. Right. But all that other stuff, for the most part, would stay with the house. Yes. So that's it. You. Right now, uh, I would redo my island, and I'm actually considering to do it. Because we spend a lot of time in the kitchen and in the living room. And it's a combined space. 
And the island is actually a good size, but I didn't mo make any modifications from the builder. So I just got what the builder had in their plans. And as you know, uh, from, from being in my home, the sink is in the middle. So you have two little parts on either side and you can sit at the island. It's a flush breakfast bar, but because the sink is there, the person sitting in front of the sink doesn't have enough room for a plate, really. So if you want to sit there and eat a dinner, it's it's too close to the dirty dishes. Right. And really comfortably, you can only seat three people at the island. So I want to extend it a little bit in all ways um, and extend it to the point where I can get some more uh, storage in there. We're really lacking on storage everywhere in the house. Um, so I'm thinking about additional storage opportunities. So I would, um, and, and make it look a little bit more modern, uh, because now 10 years ago, what was in then is no longer in necessarily. Uh, I would do something where the breakfast bar area of the island turned into, and flush, but turned into like walnut. So you have wood incorporated into that, mm -hmm. um, like a mix of, uh, finishings. Um, so I would do that. Um, I, it's time to replace the floors probably. Like my floors are pretty chewed up. I would wait until Winston's gone. It's not from him though. Oh really? It's actually the fucking floors that are, 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 and I, I might call the manufacturer vintage, which is a 10 good years later. It's, it's, it's some kind, it must be some kind of a defect or the way it was installed or I don't know, but the, the top, so they are, um, uh, engineered floors. So, you know, you have um, layers, yeah, they're layers, <clears throat> but the top finish just keeps peeling off and it's not, in some cases it's due to moisture and due to water settlement or due to a scrape that then, you know, it, it, it gets caught on something, whatever. Yeah. Um, but it, it seems to be a hereditary issue, um, that the finish is just peeling off. So now I'm getting exposed wood, um, because in a engineered floor, that top layer is your kind of finish layer. Right. So it looks awful. And because they're dark floors, you're seeing all the you notice it. light on exposed wood yeah. or uh, exposed wood, I should unfinished. say, uh, unfinished. It looks brutal so i've got to redo the floors the stairs winston did ruin when when he was a puppy and tried climbing up the stairs and dug his nails in and scratched the crap out of the veneer out of the uh, varnish finish on it um still got some lighting to do i've spent a lot of money on lighting upgrades but when you do half of the house you kind of got to do the whole house yeah i'm that way yeah i have the upstairs to do still yeah uh so i would do that but that ceiling's not smooth, so I'd have to. I'd probably end up smoothing it all out. No. Okay. Going back to upgrades that's worth with the doing. builder. Is that worth doing? Yes. Smooth ceilings is worth doing because you can hold them accountable to making sure it's done right, and they usually charge you. I would say very reasonable price from what I've seen to do it, and it's a messy thing to do after. Yeah. Well, we got another client that bought an Oakville with Premont Homes. And uh, the quote, I believe she said, was 3500 bucks a for the floor. House? For the floor. That's for reasonable. Floor. And I said, yeah, do it. 
Yeah. No. And if you're doing it after, do not just hire a painter. Not anybody, not everybody can do it. Oh man, that's a tough job. You need to smooth and plaster it properly oh, so you don't man. see all the imperfections. We're past our time. That's it. This was episode. I don't remember. 64. 64. I almost said 30. I know. Holy I saw smokes. That. I've been doing this for 64 weeks. You'd think I would get it right. Make sure you follow along, subscribe, like, Instagram. Facebook, YouTube, you know where to find us.